Okay, jumping, <sighs> jumping right into the recording. Oh. Because I got my crab hat on. Got your crabby hat. I'm wearing my crab hat, and we were discussing. <laughs> It's one of my favorite parts of the hat. Yeah, was the cording. It looks a little bit like you know, um, you know those hats that have the like, not like a captain's hat, but like a skipper hat. Yeah, where it's got like a braid. Yes, yes, exactly. If it was a chonkier braid, that'd be a bit too much with the size of the crab on it. Right. But maybe a small little woven. Could get down with that. This episode brought to you by Duck Campco, our new sponsor, Duck Campco, the best hats with embroidered seafood on them. It's not seafood. You can eat those? It's a blue crab. Yes. Oh, In fact, yesterday, I ran into one of my new neighbors, and they were like, oh, are you from Maryland? Oh. And I was like- That makes sense. No. I didn't know what they were talking about at first, but they were like, your hat. And I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. And then I had to explain to- a Stolen Maryland Valor? Yeah. I had wow. to explain, basically, to a stranger that I'm just a big fan of the embroidered crab, and that's really all there is to it, which is sounds stupid. When it comes out of your yeah. mouth and you actually have to explain yourself, you're like, yeah, I just like it. Yeah. I apparently, you know, during my that Blackout Billy appearance, I tried to exp- explain <laughs> what the um, uh, embroidery on my green hat meant about seafaring. Oh. And then someone was just like, it looks like a butthole. I was like, it could also be a butthole. <laughs> um, you know. So. I know. People think you always have a motivation with your clothing, clothing, you know? Yeah, I mean... I learned this with the Alex Jones shirt in well, Washington, yeah. D.C. Yeah. People are like, oh, you must have a position either way. And I was like, ah, that's where you're wrong. No, I just find <laughs> stupid things stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun, though. But yeah, I, I, I love the crab hat. I, I feel... I don't know. I might be wearing a crab hat, but the leaves in here are a little much right now. What do you mean? The fucking centerpiece They've in this room. They've been there room. for a week. Were they here last time? Yeah. They feel I- imposing. I feel like I'm in Jurassic Park right now. Thank you. Thank you. you I don't want a quarter turn. Yeah, I don't want to be under the shade of a jungle tree. <sighs> Listen. When it's, you know, a million degrees and 100% humidity here it right is, now. I well, I cuz I just got home, I just turned on the air conditioning cuz last night I was like, I can't live this way. I have to seal everything up yeah. and mm-hmm. blast it. It'll cool off in about 15 minutes. It's it already feels better. I, I feel trust it in my you. Toesies. I was suspicious last episode when you turned on the AC, but it does work. You know, it's never going to make it like an icebox in here, but it's not uncomfortable. It's not like so. icebox to the way that I like. Yeah. But is it comfortable? Yes. Yeah, and then it's is totally comfortable. in there an absolute ice chamber? Hell yeah. That's all you need. I'm just curious about when it hits the depths of August when it's like 95. I won't leave that room. Yeah, you're just going to have to stay in there. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't. I, I oof, No. I have so much air conditioning drama. Why? I might as well start the episode out with that. So, uh, what day is it? It's Saturday morning. You know, I make a nice sandwich. I'm having a great day. I go to my studio bright and early. And I get a text from my landlord that's just a series of pictures. Because... Air conditioning fallout? No. No. Oh. Um, about a month ago, we installed my air conditioner, the one mm-hmm. you're familiar with, the small one that used to be in this yes. room. That was in the bedroom because it's mm-hmm. a small one. And then we ordered a big one off Amazon a few weeks later and uh-huh. installed that one in the back. My landlord does not live in our building, but he lives nearby. Uh-huh. And he comes to just like check on it oh. every once in a while. Apparently, he hadn't come by in like a few weeks. But I get a series of pictures from him that are just pictures of our air conditioners. Uh huh. And he says, what did you do to my windows? Did you put holes in my windows? 
And he's really particular about these windows because they are nice windows. Mm -hmm. He spent like 30 grand to get the windows redone in the building a couple years ago. And they are really nice, insulated. They're quiet as hell. They're great windows. Uh And I know he's precious about the windows. Now, mind you, I installed the air conditioner in our bedroom in the top of the window. Oh, right. Rather than in the bottom so that it doesn't blow on us in Uh, our bed as the windows are right at the head of the bed. That's unconventional. You know, yeah. you have to know what you're doing kind of to do that. Yeah. I had to take apart part of the window and install a shelf and all this business because mm-hmm. you can't use a standard mount. Yes. So particularly from the outside, when you don't know what's involved in it, it looks a little ghetto. Yeah. It probably looks unsafe, but it's safe. Uh, I'll remind the listener, it's been in, in the window for almost a month yeah. already. I never expected to get a comment this late. And then, you know, the one in the back... Uh, it's installed standard, but it's a big ass air conditioner. Mm-hmm. And rather than just set it on bricks or whatever, you do you, well, just buy the kickstand. I installed the kickstand, but in order to install the particular kickstand that I ordered, you got drill down. Have in. to drill into yeah. the window. Yeah, so I'm in big trouble. Oh, Who because cares? he goes any any holes in in the windows, blah 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 blah. And now the one in the front, the one that's up high. Mm-hmm. Actually, there are no new holes in that window because. By taking apart part of the window, I had access to previously existing screw holes. So I used old screw holes to put the shelf in. Yeah. So that one's all above board, but it looks the most insane. Well. Especially, I I should mention, my landlord is self-admitted not handy at all. He doesn't know how to do any of this stuff. So when he sees something like that not done by his super, he's like, what the fuck did you do to my house? Right. So he's freaking out. He doesn't even give me a chance to text him, mm-hmm. and he calls me, Yeah, and I talk to him on the phone, and he is panicked. Like, I've never heard him like this. He's a pretty chill guy, and I'm, like, over the moon apologizing because I know about the fucking windows. I know how expensive. It's all he ever talks about, the windows, the windows, the windows. Let's but, talk about depreciating assets, assets here. On this uh, exactly, and what the fuck am I supposed to do? Swelter? So, so he explains to me on the phone that everyone in the building has a particular air conditioner, which I looked up later. It's actually kind of a nice design. It's a U-shaped air conditioner. Oh, those, yeah, yeah. You've seen those before. So it keeps the external part that makes all the noise out the window, and Mm -hmm. then you only have, like, the control panel and a vent in in your house. So he wants everybody to get those because those require no screws. And it is true, they don't. If you get the right bracket for them, they don't. Yeah. Now, that wouldn't have solved our problem because I would still need it up high. I don't want that shit blowing in my face. But he explains to me that everybody, you know, in the building got this particular air conditioner, which, by the way, is a four hundred dollar air it's conditioner. It's not cheap, and no. it's a very small one. It is, and I don't know if you take that off the rent or what do you mean? What you do you know? mean? Everyone has. If you have to have a certain kind, it should be gifted to you. I agree with that, and and you know, so he establishes all of that, and I'm like, guy, almost said his name, mm. guy. How was I supposed to know that? You know. I looked up at what other people had, and part of the reason that I installed the air conditioner with the kickstand and stuff Mm -hmm. was like, hey, I saw some mounting brackets. I said, fuck it. People must drill into the fucking thing to install their air conditioner. I didn't look at it that close. How am I supposed to magically know everybody has a U-shaped uniform air conditioner and the same brackets and blah, blah, blah? Do they, though? They do, actually. Later, I looked, and I was like, oh, yeah. They are all identical. Oh. Um, But you didn't tell me this, you know? Yeah. So, but I'm freaking out because I'm trying to make a good impression, you know. Mm. This guy's pretty persnickety, and the building is a nice building. Everyone that's lived there has lived there a long time, Mm -hmm. trying to make a good impression on them. You don't want to rock the boat, you know. 
But anyway, so I'm internally freaking out, and he's like, when are you going to be home? And I'm like, not today, tomorrow. He's like, I'm coming over tomorrow morning. So I'm, like, dreading this all night. I'm like, oh. nothing can be done about it at this point. I'm not returning either of the air conditioners that I have. I, the holes have been made, like, at least for the season they're staying there. And yeah. when it comes to the big one, I'm like, I'm not getting rid of that and buying another. It, this one was already $400. What are you going to do, return it? No, you can't. So yeah, Amazon? Maybe. You could. But I don't have the box anymore. It's like a whole oh, thing. Oh, fucked, yeah. So... Long story short, he comes over the next morning and everybody's cooled off, you know? Yeah. I've been internally freaking out a little bit. He clearly was having some PTSD to bad tenants. Yeah. This came up when he entered the home. Mm. Anyway, he comes over an hour after he said he would. I'm like, all right, great. He comes with his mother. Okay. Once again, these landlords (sighs) and their mothers, okay? His mother, he keeps referring to her as the boss. He, I'm like, can I show you what I did? Because that's what he wants to see. Yeah. Exactly how did you do this? You're like, come here. And I show him, show him and yeah. then he's like, show the boss. <clears throat> His own mother calls the boss. Yeah, because she is the boss. And it's true. And she barely speaks English. She's a nice enough lady, but she's you know old. She's not yeah. good health. She's kind of like doing this grandma thing where she's giving me like interior design advice. She's like, why is your bed even by the windows? And I'm like, it's a king bed. It, it fits it? in the room that one way. She's like, yeah. no, you should turn it sideways so you can have the air conditioner in the bottom. You're like, I wish I could. But and I'm like, <laughs> I'll think about it. Yeah, I'm just like, you got to be nice to the mom, right? So I'm like, I'll take it under advisement, you know, rolling my eyes kind of. But That's anyway. when you say my boss said no. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely true, by the way. I don't really get to decide any of this. You yes. think I wanted to lift a 60-pound thing that high? No. No. <clears throat> anyway, the front air conditioner, I show him what I did. I have the parts all nicely in a Ziploc bag. I'm like, see, Frank, I took these spacers out. Oops. I took these spacers out. I might edit it. Maybe I'll go boop. Yeah, maybe. Who cares? <laughs> I took these spacers out. Here's the screws. I got them all in this baggie right here. Come the autumn, I'm going to take the thing back out. I'm going to put these back in. Nothing happened to yeah, yeah, we're all good. You know, If it's a problem of aesthetics because it has like a piece of wood under it or whatever, that's another, paint the wood that's or, another you know, issue. Yeah. We can work on that. And he's like, no, as long as it's safe, like you can leave it there. I show him the one in the back, which is the one with the actual damage to the window and frankly there's damage like when i put it in i said to re i was like this is not good this is not good for us but yeah what else are you supposed to do it's wet i as far as i can as i was concerned like everybody else had installed mounts already i didn't know about the special thing so whatever so i just pointed out to him i show him on the other end window where these holes are going to be i'm like look there's a couple holes right here it's a piece of pvc your window guy needs to come, cut the caulking out, put another piece on there, and recaulk it. It's a it's a hundred dollar job, and that's mostly labor. You know, you, you could even do it. You could just lay a piece of fucking vinyl on top of it and call it a day. Oh, well, part of the thing, the, part of the reason I'm freaking out is that this guy has, likes the idea that I'm handy. He's mentioned yeah. this in the past. He likes to give me a lot of leeway to do things like even going as far as to install outlets and lots mm-hmm. of stuff that normally you shouldn't really fuck you shouldn't with. Actually, do yeah. But he's fine with me doing that stuff. And he's like, okay, it's very fixable. And long story short, he's very apologetic at the end of the day. He's, he's like, oh, you didn't do a slapdash shit show? Yeah, and he's like, I should have told you. You had no way to know. I'm like, yeah. yes, thank you. Thank you. He's also like, you know, I just have bad feelings and I get panicked because, you know, all the tenants in here now are good. But before them, it was bad. People used yeah. to fuck shit up all the time. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I see something improvised, I'm like, oh, no, what did they do? Yeah. But part of what calmed him down, too, is 
I've really inst- our apartment's coming together. We'll have a warming soon. Mm-hmm. But I've really installed a lot of stuff in there. I've done a fucking shit ton of work in that place. <laughs> and you know, there's nice floating shelves now. Mm. There's a new cabinet. There's mm. uh, an incoming L-shaped desk that I made oh. out of whitewashed plywood that I finished. It's like very nice. I installed a nice closet. You know, the bed, yeah. fucking table, like all of this shit. I've done so much work. And he, when he came in there, him and his mom both are like, oh. You know, they're like, you actually do know what you're doing. It looks nice. Yeah. Nothing's fucked up. There's not like extra holes. I I, I did our floating bookshelves like I did in here. Mm-hmm. He took pictures of it because he's like, my girlfriend's going to want this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like I know what I'm doing, you know. And it, that all put him at ease. The old grandma. Do you want me to send him photos of the floating bookshelf that you had in your room that was up on the ceiling? Well, I'm going to do that in our office later. How dare you? <laughs> that is. Do you know how many holes you made when you did that? Oh, you know, I mean, that's the thing. He doesn't know. 700. He doesn't know how many holes are in those walls till we move out. So, hmm. yeah, there are 700 holes. There has to be. It's heavy. It's books. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know? But uh, I think the thing that you and our listeners will appreciate the most is the old Albanian grandma. They have a way, by the way, of just showing themselves around. You know, yeah, I'm no just shit. trying to show them the air conditioners, but they're like looking in drawers. Those like, broads walk behind my cash wrap at work and I'm like, hi, <laughs> the fuck do you think you're doing? You want to punch in, sweetie? Yeah. Get out. No, I know. She's like walking around with a cane yet. Like she's in made no shit. She's made the pace around the apartment. Yeah. You know, in 2.5 seconds. What I so need she... you to do is get the biggest dildo you can purchase <laughs> and put it in the kitchen drawer. Oh, boy. I don't know about that. I don't know how that will be my housewarming gift. My boss either. Oh, I'll leave that. Uh, that's your housewarming gift. I'll be like, leave this for the landlord. It'll be a fun treat. It should have like a babushka inscribed on it in relief. I'll, I'll tie a little hanky on it <laughs> yeah. on both heads. It'll be a double ended. Oh no, that's terrible. Eh, anyway, it? she's showing herself around, so she pops in the bathroom just for a look, which is like incredibly weird. And I would invasive. never. If you don't have to use it, like that's a strange thing to do. I would literally yell, "You got a shit? You got a poop? Yeah. What are we doing?" But. She immediately goes, oh, points at the bidet and goes, what is that? And again, she doesn't speak English that well. So I turned to Frank and I'm like, it's a bidet. He says it in Albanian. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm from Europe. Like, I can't believe you have one of these. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to have one of these. And I was like, yeah, you got to have it. Like, it's uncivilized not to have it. And that was very impressive, too. And then I explained that it has warm water and cold water. And she was like, I've never heard of such Such a thing. Yeah. You know? So she's using a bucket and like, you know, a spray bottle at the end of the day. Everything was copacetic. Everybody was charmed. Everyone was apologizing to each other mutually. Yeah. It felt good at the end of the day. But, you know, now I have to remind him in the fall to fix the window. So or just do it yourself. Yeah, maybe I might just do it. I, you know, it's not hard. You'll remember that my air conditioner leaks extensively. Remember, oh, that? it's very drippy all yeah. over the place. And I've just been thinking, you gotta clean the filter. That's I all. know, I know. I tried to clean the filter. It's something else. There's like a hose inside, but it requires taking the thing apart more. If you, eh, I think it also has to be at the right angle, not propped up by a rock, is the problem here. Uh, part of it. It's also just old. It's dirty. Usually, dirty yeah. air conditioners do it worse, or they're yeah. running out of refrigerant. The thing four years old. I mean, mm-hmm. for a hundred fifty dollar air conditioner, it's on its last legs. But yeah. that's my last comment. Is that I'm thinking about replacing that. Because the last thing I want to do is deal with is it. draw any more attention to yeah. my fucking windows and the fucking air conditioners. I've been like the weekend was like a psychological minefield. Oh. You know, I just didn't enjoy this process. It's all fine now. But for fuck's sake, it's, I, it's a really different relationship. You know, it's not to slag either person, but it's like with here. It was like I never thought twice about doing whatever the fuck. Nobody gave a shit. 
it's also also like if you do something, it's like, oh, that does look nice. I'm yeah, like, yeah, do whatever you want. It I'm looks like, better. Yeah, yeah. I, it never crossed my mind that you needed to ask your landlord to do something like that. Oh no, if I, you know, when I painted, it, granted, it's just white. She's like, oh, it does look nice for, with a fresh coat of paint. I'm like, yeah, it's been ten years. Can you buy me a bucket? I need a five gallon. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. You just have to pay for it. Meanwhile, this is the same guy who a week or so ago re-noticed we had no... Well, she noticed this a long time ago, but she noticed that we had no smoke detectors in the place. Oh. And she was like, we got to get smoke detectors. So I text him, hey, do you have smoke detectors? I think like the painters took them out yeah. when they were in here. And he was like, no, I don't have them. Just buy them, put them in yourself, take it off the rent. Oh, You yeah. know, he's like kind about a lot of yeah. types of things like this, but... She got a CO2 windows. detector, too. They're CO2 uh, smoke detector combos mm-hmm. that are like... 10-year lithium-ion batteries. So oh, you don't yeah. have to so take shit in and out. They're really nice ones yeah. because since he's covering it, I just went for broke and got the nicest ones I could. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Apparently, you can somehow connect them on Wi-Fi, but I didn't Who do that. fucking cares? Yeah. Um, why? So Honeywell could know when you burn a, you know, you yeah, scorch what, a steak? Like, what the fuck? What do you need this data um, for? I know. Who no. are you selling, like, carbon monoxide data to? No. I don't know. Anyway, you say the wrong thing on Twitter and, you know, then somebody makes a gas leak happen. I feel like that's what it's eventually headed towards. Well, if that's the way I go. <laughs> anyway, there's worse ways. Plus, also for renter's insurance, you have to have them. You get a discount. Just throwing that out there. Did you get it? Oh, yet? is that true? I did not get it yet, but I really should. Can you get it so I can get five dollars off? My shit? I, ke- I keep forgetting about that. Apologies. God. Yeah. Anyway. It's so expensive. It's $16. Plus, you get to mark up all the art you have and all the books. Mm-hmm. They cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So you layer that on. So if you, if the, you know, if there ever was a fire, you get an extra ten grand just for like, you're like, legitimately, I do have things of real value. Wow. You know, if, if, if AI ever reaches the capability to go back and like listen through Every Green Griff and Lewis, that I have. all of your fraudulent like tax schemes. But it's not. <laughs> I have like, you know, I have first editions yeah. of things. I have arts that cost some money. No, listen, you know? I know that, but you are fudging around the edges in about every area that oh, you yeah. possibly could. But hey, I'm not knocking you. It's We're smart. We're talking victimless crimes here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What? So in the event of a, you know, obscene, you know, th- event i get an extra 10k who's who, who's mad at that nobody feels bad for lemon or whatever the fuck. yeah I, yeah yeah nobody it's fine i mean fuck who cares it's all good man it's all good man hmm. anyways i'm just thinking about that payout it is huge yeah you know like much like your taxes i feel like you I'm might want to watch gonna, it I know, i'm not gonna i mean i'm not saying that i'm gonna start an electrical fire but it's not another <laughs> question um by the way can i ask how are things with the neighbors has that gotten worse cooled off can you talk about it should we do it in whispered tones just for the <sighs> listeners i really want to know there are two children that live upstairs yes yesterday. i can hear them right now yesterday. through my headphones yesterday i get home it's nine o'clock yeah. i've worked a long hard day on on the night of Pride, customers were in my store until eight fifteen. I said that's homophobic. That is. So I get home a little later than I wanted. So I go buy my beers for tonight and have one and have a little ciggy. Um, you know, we're approaching the end of them, and I have to go. You know, so long, soldiers. Um, and then this little kid who's running around outside is like, "Mister, do you have a dollar?" And I'm like, "No." And I'm like, hmm. "Why does that kid look a little familiar?" And then I see another little kid join him. And then I'm sitting smoking the soup. Sir, do you have a dollar? And I'm like, you're the little fuckers that run around up and down these goddamn stairs. Oh, I kind of no. want to be like Cynthia. What little miscreants are running around? This, this I, I was like, I literally walked in and was like, we gotta go. Oh. 
So. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Will Laughlin is in favor of evicting children and putting them on the street. What is, is this <laughs> Oliver Twist? What are we doing? I know, I know. Like, I can't. You know what's funny is actually I think I had an encounter with them and didn't realize that. Shortly before I left here, the, the day the fight happened. Mm. I think we talked about the fight on the after mm-hmm. show maybe. But yep. uh, the day of the fight, there was two little kids outside asking me for money during it. It never occurred to me that they would have also been part of it, <laughs> which is absolutely psychotic. But psychotic, it is what it is. Okay, well, we can get off the topic. We can't, yeah, you know, we can't talk about it. It made me point. unreasonably angry. I'm when sure you're tired. Did. You're just like no, and you know what? You know, I love telling people no all day long. It's my favorite thing. So like, you know, you get me after like a long day. I'm like, oh yeah, no, what? No, no. You know, it's always nice to take the bu- the bus down to the old hood. It doesn't feel the same when I ride my bike here because that's a little bit more of an individual experience. Mm-hmm. But I like riding the bus down here and then I like getting off around here and I like seeing what's going on. Mm. I like seeing a guy with a stolen city bike sleeping outside of somebody's door. Well, I like seeing um, a dead rat right in front oh, of here. It's huge. It's really big and it's surrounded by flies now. Oh, yeah. It's very humid for a dead thing. Mm. There's a lot of dead things lately. Everywhere. It's too hot. Yeah. People... Something's wrong in the city. Yes. I'll just say this. I was smelling smells today, Saturday, that people shouldn't smell. Oh, but brother. Yes, I have a story about this. I was also well. at the Dyke March, so you know, it'll be uh, well, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the ratio of baths to people there is very world. low. Very, yeah. They're sitting like almost ass out on the ground where the rats pee. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're really going to do that? Oh, you shouldn't do now. that. Don't you do that. shouldn't do that. People were jumping in the fountain. I was like, you know, honestly, it's so hot that that does sound nice. That does but sound nice. That sounds like tetanus. Fountain water is recycled, though. It's pee. Th- yeah, it's that's, mostly pee. That's disgusting. That's public pool level without the chlorine. Correct. Um, did look refreshing. I was like sweating my ass off. I was like, what if I just went by the fountain spurt? Just shove my head in. You know what it makes me think of for whatever reason? All the fountains in Paris. Like, I wanted to go in those. Those seemed clean to me. They were pretty dirty, too. Probably. Probably even worse. I didn't even really want to refill my water bottle at those, like, public yeah, ones. Yeah. Of, well, that's Roman lead. You know what I mean? Those pipes are made of centuries-old lead. Tasty. Yeah. It adds a little flavor. Yeah. Hey, the other thing I wanted to bring to your attention, because, God damn it, if I still lived here and this happened, I would definitely look into it. You know those couple of garages that are right around the corner I know on Lewis? there's one for rent. There's two <gasps> for rent. And I really want to know how much those cost because I always thought about A, studio, I know, thought B, about car, yeah. or both. You could do a twofer. If it was $500 a month and you could eliminate your studio and park your fucking car in there. Well, if, all you, if everything collapsed and you can just drive in and the stuff mean, is on the walls, ooh, baby. I th- you should definitely call the number because I I waited eight years for that to, to like see up. one of those I mean signs. they're nice I didn't they're even like, have a car and like I was finished. like why yeah. want that because I yes the yeah. guys hang out in there with the doors open yeah. and you can see they're like pretty nice they're yeah. like well sealed and they would be great I and yeah, so hey so rad- you should look so rad adjacent though yeah but any worse than any regular studio building not I, I mean not really yeah fucking for parking your fucking car I know. I thought about that. I just like, you you should you should at least look into it. I mean, find out how much it is yeah. for my sake. Please find out. Why don't you call as a disinterested? Yeah. Advisor. Okay. Because okay. here's the thing: you could also leave your car there. I could actually. I, if you're in a if you know you're what? in a parking, you know, if you're in a parking desert, 
is it so bad to ride your bike to a place where you leave the no, bike? No, 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 no. And then return the vehicle after completing whatever. By the way, you don't think about it. I, I've cracked the code on parking finally. Mm. Because another friend of ours lives in that neighborhood, he gave me a real hot tip, and then I discovered another on oh. my own. So I've gotten it down. Mm. It's more annoying than here for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's not like miserable anymore. Mm. It's not 45 minutes of circling. I've figured out where the secret streets are. Ah. But like the problem is the blocks are narrower and shorter than here. So you almost never get to park on your own block. You just have to accept that. <sighs> Which Fine. coming from this luxury is really annoying, honestly. Oh, if I, yeah. But, you know, for example, tonight I rode my bike home and parked my car and I parked my car in less than 10 minutes. It's oh, like, not that's not big, bad. Not a big deal. Yeah. It took me 45 minutes the first time, but I just didn't know where, I didn't where have the lay of the land. Yeah, where to... Regardless, car, yeah. though, if there was a parking garage situation, even down here, I would. Oh my god! If it was, I, I can't even imagine like what they're charging for that. But if it's yeah. three hundred bucks, I would do it. Anyway, remind me of this when we finish, yeah. when we wrap here. Take a because photo I will yeah. absolutely take a picture and I will absolutely call or text them and find yeah. out what it costs. Because I don't know. I mean, there's still there's still been co working spaces for rent a block away that I'm like, what's that mean? Like above the fabrication area, I'm like. So could that just be a studio? Oh, for sure. Like, who cares? Those guys are just some Bushwick-ass motherfucking, you know, oh, I love sanding PVC. Yeah. They don't... Well, no, above that in the Well, exactly, but they wouldn't give a fuck. I know. They're just advertising it because that's the kind of people that would be attracted to it. It's like, no one owns co-working, yeah. Yeah, they probably own that building by now. Those guys have been there for years and years. Like, how much is that? If I could just walk around the corner, I'd be like, great. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, that's the way to do it, man. Anyway. You know, um, I'm really bummed because we never get to record when anything good happens. We we just missed the entire Titan submersible Ocean Gate scandal. Oh, yeah. That wrapped pretty quick. But that also, wrapped quickly. They probably wrapped pretty quickly based on all accounts, so that search was a sham. Isn't it nuts that the Navy knew about it like the moment it happened and they just didn't bother to tell anybody? Did you hear it's this? It's not their business. They well, they like detected the sound. Yeah, and then they're like, they "We heard a crumpled like, well, up can." Yeah, enjoy the can. They were like, "Well, you know, we don't, we don't, we can give people hope for a few days." I mean, yeah. I mean, the the conspiracy theory that was floating around the internet, which you know, who knows how much credibility to lend anything these days, but was that you know Hunter Biden is in a lot of trouble right now. And the current administration is obviously letting him skate because he shares their name. Um, But people were saying, oh, maybe the Titan thing is just a way of taking the heat off Joe while all of this shit's going down. I doubt it. That's that's one of those things that's, you know, correlation does not equal causation. Yeah, I... That's too much red string. Um, I, I'm more concerned about how much HGH RFK is doing. Oh, man, he looks good, doesn't he? No, no, that looks unholy. I'm like, sir, will we see you at Cherry Grove or in the Pines? Because that's Pines' daddy body. You'll have to tell me as the jacked person in, on this podcast mm. whether or not this is accurate. But what I have heard is that that's obviously TRT meaning testosterone replacement therapy, which is very common for older men anyway. But if you jack it up and you work out, it can make you into that. Gross. But he does have that Sly Stallone HGH feel, human growth hormone feel, where he, like, looks a little melty. 
Yeah. Where the abs are there, but they're not like in the right place exactly. They're, they're like a the, half inch Well, they're not in the lower. right place because the skin has been sagging. That's the thing. The skin's not in the right the place. The skin's not in the It was never elastic to begin with. Yeah. Or it was too elastic all the time. Yeah. Like he was always like a little pudgy or something, so it's just there. Yes, yes. Um, or he's just old and it's just gravity. I don't even think he ever was really that pudgy. I've seen, I don't know. I've seen old people who are just like ripped to shit and you're like, where's the sag? And they're like... I've just been fit for 35 years. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is recent fitness activity. Probably within the last decade or two. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. maybe you might be right. It's not. It's it's like, no, it's overcompensation. Well, I was going to say it's almost Ozempic. But no, no it's but not it's, that. it's not that. No. Ozempic eats your muscle, by the way. That's why people lose so much weight. Yeah. They lose it in their face. And you're like, ooh, Ozempic yeah, yeah, face. Yeah. Um, apparently very hard to get off. Yeah, you can't really get off of it. You balloon up if you ever get off of it. It's a diabetes medication. It controls yeah. your blood sugar more than anything. Yeah, but. people are dumb. I don't know. I mean, I can just see 20 years down the line, you know those like a boomer uh, late night ads that are like, did you, if you were, were you exposed to mesothelioma? Like, Oh, the Camp Lejeune th- ads that I see when I'm at the gym? There's going to be Ozempec ones. Yeah. There has to be. It's not for general consumption for quickie weight loss. No. Sorry, Mindy Kaling. Your diet and exercise in four weeks doesn't drop, you know, 35 pounds. Oh, no, no, no. I can't, I'm not at liberty to talk about it on the podcast, but I've had many, many, many conversations about this. And it, it, it is truly alarming. And it's obvious. Well, and the fact that people try to hide it or medicalize it is weird. It's like, hey, you know, whatever. Well, it's not just her that Jesse Plemons has Ozempic face. Oh well, yeah, probably. He was he's been a pudgeman. That's true, he has been forever. a forever. But he wasn't a pudgeman initially. He's always been he's always had baby face. Yeah. And then to be like gaunt mm-hmm. Sir. Sir, you're doing a little pokey pokey. Yeah, almost certainly. <sighs> hey, you know, so we missed the Titans of Merciful yeah, yeah. story, which mm-hmm. is a real bummer. It bums me out. Because that those are fun things to talk about, you I know. Mean, that Especially would... this one took the nation by storm. I was a little I, invested in it, I have to admit. I got in trouble for going, aren't these billionaires? Do we care? Yeah, you know, and then there's a whole discourse around, oh, people aren't being empathetic to, like, human stories. And it's like, yeah, I don't care. It's like, it was kind of controlled by an Xbox controller, and this sounded like a bad idea from the jump. So, like, eh. uh, Much like the Alex Jones t-shirt, I'm just like, I don't care. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I can see why you'd want to be empathetic. I can see why you would not give a fuck or or be scornful about Anything it. Anything related to Titanic is the same people who are like, oh, Princess Diana, forever in our hearts. And I'm like, that was 20 years ago. Who well, fucking cares? I'm sure you heard that downloads of Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On have spiked because of this. I thought that was because of Titanic, the musical. Is there a musical about it? Oh, you don't know about that? No. Oh, I would see it. That's how. Wow. You know, is it based on the James Cameron movie or is it its yeah, own it's from, thing? Yeah, it's from the point of view of Celine Dion watching Titanic what? and how it actually went down. It's absurd. Yeah. That is completely unhinged. That's deranged. Yeah. Who thought of so What gay man thought of this? It's a woman. Oh, Thank Jesus you. Christ. <laughs> um, Marlon Mandel from the mind of Marlon Mandel. Oh, my God. Mind of but, Mencia. But she does like a, a. She's in character as Celine Dion. The entire time, and she's just a white chick from, you know, whatever. Um, so wait a minute. It's not like a... It's a period piece in the sense that it's her watching the movie. Like 1999. She's like, oh, Rose, you went to Jack and you said these. And then they do improv little jokey jokes. What? It's a It's a comedy. It's not a, you know... That's insane. That's absurd. 
I want to see it because it sounds fucked up. Have you watched any of the new uh, Just Like This? Absolutely not. I have self-respect. Remember when we watched the first episode of that? No. I blocked. I don't remember anything longer than the first 15 minutes. Well, so we watched it and we talked about it on the podcast. And uh, Rhee was a big Sex in the City fan. So the other night she was like, you want to watch this? It's like completely unhinged. (sighs) And I didn't watch the rest of the first season, you know, and now it's been, what, two years at least? And now yeah, now yeah, they're yeah. doing a second season, so it's gotten even crazier. The acting is worse? horrible. No shit. I've never seen worse acting. And the crazy thing that they've done is they've given everybody a, a POC or a gender sidekick. Yeah, that was that was the first season. You don't know about Che? Well, now I know about Che. Oh, yeah. You know about barking on the kitchen island? No. What? Uh, how am I supposed to react to that? You should know. As someone in culture, you should just have seen, you know, former gov- gubernatorial candidate get finger blasted on a kitchen island while oh, barking. Oh, okay. I heard about this. Uh, speaking of the f- former gubernatorial candidate. Well, SJP pees in a cup or something. You see her tits twice in the first 20 minutes. I'm good on that. And you see her naked badge, too. There's a there's a float tank scene where she's like has a panic attack or something in the float tank and when it opens you just get full nude Nixon. I'm it's, good. It's I'm alarming. Good. It's not great. That's a great title of up because that could be confusing coming from us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna just call it full Nixon. God damn it! Ah, <laughs> oh, who let the cameras I saw in? Those, I saw those guys at Bohemian Grove. It was the faggiest damn thing I've ever seen in my oh life. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to say that word. Why not? You have six more days, five more days. Oh, I, in, during I'm it's yeah. bracketed by pride. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, not, yeah, you have two things to no straight representation. But it was pride. Richard Nixon that said it. I'm just quoting a, a historical document. Is that real? Yeah, that's absolutely real. Oh fucking a. I guess if it's in quotations, you get a pass. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> Anyway, no. I'm, to, to be clear to the listener too, I am not joking. Richard Nixon did say that. That is a direct quote about Bohemian <sighs> Grove. Anyway, yeah. So I gotta get launched into space. How do we? Go, how do I go to Mars with these people who are gonna <sighs> be isolated for two years or whatever? Is it called just like that? What is the and show? just like that? And just like AJLT. that. I didn't realize that they do the corny thing where they use the line every episode. And just like that is usually... You never usually... saw original Sex in the City, so you didn't know about... I couldn't help but think. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't understand all the callbacks and tropes. Like, the ending of the episode was apparently a really big deal because Sarah Jessica Parker resurrects her dress, her wedding dress, from when uh, Big left her at the altar. With the fucking bird on the head? To go to the Met Gala. I hate everybody. <laughs> <sighs> The whole first episode is about the Met Gala, but for some reason they call it the Met Ball because I think Met Gala must be proprietary. Do you know anything about that? Why is that? It's property of Vogue. Oh, it's The party is Vogue's. Like, you know, the Met Ball. So Vogue read the script and they they were like, we're not giving this schlock permission to use our name. I, that must or have the happened. Met. Oh, I don't know. Or I don't know. No, because they can use the Met. They use the Met and they go to the Met and they, you know. Yeah, but the I think Met's it, fine with the it. thing itself, because it's so sponsored, you yeah. can't. You it's know. like the Super Bowl of, yeah. you know. You have to say the big game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Jesus, fuck me. Okay. 
Anyway, what else is happening that we missed? Because oh, we missed the Russian <laughs> coup that took uh, oh. like twenty four hours. Oh, for 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 Shimova, whatever yeah, his Prigozhin. name. Sound sound all of it just sounds like James Bond. So I'm like, what in the what in the Tomorrow Never Dies is going on here? It sounds a little. It sounds a little uh, James Bond. What Prigozhin remind me? Because I read the name a bunch of times and didn't know how to pronounce it, and then I heard it, it looks said, like Prozhev. Yeah, something. I don't know. It's it's P. R O G I Z I H A N, I think, something like that. Pergosian. Larry Pergosian? Yes. It <laughs> reminded me of Larry Pergosian, and it reminded me of like Ukrainians that live in Ohio. You know what I mean? It reminded me of like a used car dealership or like a drugstore, you know, oh, in Garfield Heights. Drugstore Energy 1000. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, I have a hard time taking this seriously. Also because the mercenary group is called the Wagner Group. And I was like, Wagner? That's German? Like, this is weird. You spraying houses? What are we doing? And I thought, like, Wagner might be a person. But as far as I could tell, it was just, like, an invented name. I think it's just much like Blackwater. It's just, like, meant to sound kind of corporate and and anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so that (laughs) happened. The guy started to march on Moscow, and then it all fell apart, and it, you know, instantly. Oh, aren't they somewhere else? Well, I think they exiled him. Like, he's not allowed to be in Russia anymore. I think he went to Belarus, maybe. Because it was Lukashenko that kind of, like, negotiated the end of this sort of standoff. Hmm. Um, but it seems weird. It seems like, well, you're definitely in danger now. You're I mean, going to die. Yeah. Somebody's, either Putin or this guy has to die. And clearly Putin came out on top on this one, just hmm. barely, by the skin of his teeth. Hmm. But that guy's not going to survive. No. They're going to poison him with radiation. Or Duh. Whatever. Yeah. Or I don't know, bomb his wife's apartment building. I don't, something's going to happen to the guy. It's, it seems like a really bad idea. I mean, we all saw Ireland. You know what the troubles are like, sir? Do you do you want to have that beverage at the bar that is based on an action? Yeah, it's going to happen to you. You know, but it's just a long way of saying I'm bummed because I feel like our podcast. This constantly happens on our podcast where interesting things happen and we're like too late. And by Here's the time the this comes out, it, no one's going to even remember. What I think is stuff. the problem is because we're in a strange news cycle where everyone has to get through the middle of the week with something exciting. Yeah, like everything pops off around Wednesday, Thursday, right before the weekend to get people talking, get people excited to remind them that they're alive, you know, um, before the weekend so they can relax and be like, Oh, it's been a stressful week. And it's like, what did you do? Brenda, you pushed a couple papers, saved a couple files, sent 36 emails. Like, I don't know. Well, that's the thing, right? But doesn't it sound, doesn't it sound to you when you say that out loud, that it sounds like too much red string, right? Like how could it possibly be? That everything is coordinated to, like, get people from the midweek through the weekend and then start over again. But it does seem to, like, hit that Because it's happening now. And then it gets reported on Wednesday, Thursday. You know what? You're right. You yeah. know, it's happening in the Monday, Tuesday. Because that's, you know, operationally strategic. You need to gather your shit and then go. No one's doing weekend attacks. Maybe they are. I don't fucking know. I've never, you know, been a Russian operative. Um I don't know either, but the thing is, I, I think more to the point is just that things are always happening, but the selection and amplification of things happens on schedule. Yeah. So it's like if that Russian coup had, for whatever reason... It was showing up in the New York Times Daily Mailer on Saturday and yeah. Sunday to be like, for long reads, we really want to dive in. And I'm like... Ugh. Well, that's the, that's part of the reason that sometimes it feels so conspiratorial and things like this feel very built is like, why does the New York Times suddenly start dropping the name Wagner Group like six days before something like this? It's like, somebody knows something that somebody else doesn't. Everyone's acting like they'd heard of this before. 
Yeah, well, and but... nobody knows. But the, and everyone that's like a pundit or a supposed expert like talks about it as if it's common knowledge. No, and it's like no one's ever heard of this guy or the Who's Wagner, this man? Or whatever. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, but this is just totally normal. You should have known this the whole like, time. Like online people don't know about it. I mean, look, like news people are just lying through their teeth. Like, people, yeah, we know people no. that are nerds about Russia and the Ukraine war definitely know who this guy is. Mm. He is a prominent guy oh. and, and in the mix. But like the way it's addressed to the general public is more what I mean. Mm. Like you can just start saying Wagner Group and suddenly in the space of like 12 hours, everyone knows what it you sounds mean. vaguely evil. And it's just it's it's weird to me. I don't know. There's you know, I'm not trying to make a point here so much as just say recording this podcast incidentally has made me hyper aware of the scheduling like yeah. you're saying it's just like it always happens like that yeah yeah like something's gonna happen between now and thursday that's gonna dominate the news cycle until next monday and yeah. we're gonna miss it again i guarantee yeah, it and we'll be like uh, yeah uh, i mean i don't know does that really matter i don't know i don't really know if that kind of matters i don't uh. Well, it matters to me just in a completely selfish sense of, like, I like it when I'm in the middle of these things to talk about them. But mm. even to me, now it's Monday and that Titan thing. I mean, they discovered them dead on Thursday when they actually had died on, like, Monday. It's like, died, like no, nobody cares the anymore. That they went down. You know? No one gives a shit. I don't care either. I no. wish I was I wish I was able to talk about it when People I People were care. worried about it on, again, like, on a Thursday yeah. morning. And then you're just like, what? Who gives a I don't give a flying fuck. What are we talking about? What is this? Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. You know what I read about today hmm. that, that is kind of interesting, maybe, sort of, is did you see this article in the Wall Street Journal about doing IPOs for paintings? I can't. No. So everyone's familiar with, what's that company called? Help me out here. That uh, does the uh, partial shares of artwork. It's oh, like Masterworks the, or whatever yes. the fuck. Yeah. Everyone's familiar with that, and there's several of these Not companies. Not everyone. That's a tiny, idiotic company. Well, but anybody listening to this has probably gotten that ad on We Instagram. talked about it once, too. Podcasts advertise this. I've, fucking I've heard Masterworks advertised on a few podcasts. Oh, yeah, it's out there. They're okay. getting out there. Um, By the way, it's definitely the sign of a bubble in the art market when the proles start getting in with fractional shares. It's like Bitcoin or something. You just know... That's that can't last very long. But anyway, so people know about companies like that. And there's a few of them where you can own fractional shares and stuff. The difference with this new thing, this is happening with a Francis Bacon painting, is there's a company based out of Liechtenstein. That's how you know they're honest. Notorious (sighs) tax haven Liechtenstein. Um, That rather than do it where you buy fractional shares and then there's one sale and then you're paid out. What they do is, like a stock, an initial public offering. So say this, for instance, Bacon Painting is $55 million. They offer shares at $100 a piece. So uh, what is what does that equal? You know, 55,000 shares or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. F- f- 500,050 shares, whatever it is. Um, and whenever it is sold, um, you're not immediately paid out. You still own, you still own a fraction of the painting, and if somebody wants to buy the painting outright, they have to pay a twenty percent premium to cash out all the shareholders. So you have to pay twenty percent. Ab- That's normal for like. That would be normal in terms of like a uh, auction. That's the auction. Well, the that's auctioneer's the premium. That's the auctioneer's yeah. premium or whatever. But the advantage of this is that th- the company that runs this whole scam, they only take three percent of the initial 
painting. So it's cheaper for collectors trying to sell things initially because the auction houses take 20% no matter what. Yeah. So what happens in this case is that fee is transferred to the next buyer. The next uh, buyer, if they want the painting outright, has to pay 20% above market and then the shares are liquidated. That person owns it. Everybody's cashed out. If they don't want the 20% above sticker price for it, mm-hmm. then they can purchase the painting, but the shareholders still also own it. So will profit off of subsequent sales according Hold to on. their fractional so share. idiotic dinglings in Silicon Valley can make money off of it, but we still don't have the Harold Zaman, like, you know, residues. The Rauschenberg thing. Started with Harold Zaman, like, the 10... 10 things like yeah you know like uh, 10% forever we must have mentioned this before but one of the reasons there's very few auction houses based in California is that at one point Robert oh, Rauschenberg yeah, yeah. adopted this scheme and California actually adopted it so people don't sell art out of there in an auction format because you do have to pay residuals to the artist mm-hmm. but yes your your point is well taken that yeah or you it... can be a private gallery and even though you sell it in Los Angelino soil it's uh, invoiced out of the new york office yeah exactly exactly or the I delaware don't... one well technically they're all delaware but yeah you know, that's true the invoice is stamped at boop, 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 25th street no sometimes um, it is sometimes it isn't we don't want to pay any taxes we don't have to but um yes but your point is well taken that yeah this doesn't mean shit for the artist involved i mean the artists involved in this are dead but if it ever transferred to contemporary Estates, art, though, I mean, you know. it wouldn't it wouldn't pay out to anybody but the collectors and this company in Liechtenstein and the shareholders. I gotta go. I don't know. I don't know. The increasing financialization of everything is interesting because the, and it's the Wall Street Journal that I read this in, oh, right? Course, so like the yeah. entire way this is framed, I actually find this fascinating. I really like listening to economists and finance people talk about almost any subject. They're the only source of information that's completely dispassionate about things yeah. that you're actually not going to get a political bias because money's at stake. So oh, they right, just yeah. talk about it in like the driest possible like literal terms. It actually feels like news rather than opinion. And, you know, they're talking about this just, like, basically, like, implying heavily, like I said earlier, that, like, there's no way this ends well. I mean, when you start to financialize things to this degree, and obviously the public knowing that art is an asset class and not, like, cultural heritage is kind of negative, like, across the board. It had The article had a negative tone. Even though it was reporting on it in a dry way, it was like the implications of this are not very good. Not good for the art market was point well, number yeah. one. And point number two was yeah, like probably not good for humanity culture, either. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, because then it's just like what are museums, if not the largest casinos in the entire yeah, fucking world? Like, exactly. Or like they're the largest banks. Let's, you know. Let's raid the music. Like, I don't know. What what are we doing? Like, what we did that already. We did that in the 90s when we ransacked fucking Gardner, and that's just black market token trading forever. Like, those exist, allegedly. Um, well, it's but, an interesting thing know. that happens across the economy at large where black and gray markets. I mean, people, uh, economists and others talk about this in, in terms of, like, drug legalization like one of the reasons that drugs get legalized is that capital has nowhere to flow at a certain point so you legalize black and gray markets in order to expand the you know growth of the gdp yeah rather than let it stay underground you just incorporate it you absorb it so that is happening with art but like this is not covered in this article now i'm speculating but like the the 
knock-on effects of this type of thing if this is like adopted at scale i, I mean I, I don't know how you can have non-profit institutions that have that much like leveraged control arbitrarily right. over like financial portfolios of proles like yeah. it's one thing for rich people to do it because they can kind of control that scheme amongst each other to enhance their wealth but yeah, like circle jerk all day long but i don't, I don't if need it becomes that a kind of yeah. mutual fund and then there's like serious public investment and retirements at stake no like involved in investing in art you kind of can't rug pull that i don't yeah, know because what, what are you gonna you know? do what happens if you like pull like do a scheme like this on a Lucian Smith and you're like, eh, actually it's only worth like two grand after it was worth 120, I, I, you know? Well, again, the wall street journal, the reason it's in there is they're like, that is what's going to happen. And in their minds, it's like, yeah, that is, that's how everything works. Like all markets eventually lead to this kind of financialization. Yes. Certain people will lose on gambling on this, but you don't gamble. You what know? if we just open casinos that look like Apple stores? Would everyone just be sated? And you don't even need to do that. What they've done is the sports betting thing. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, the, the widespread legalization of sports betting is what the way they've managed to make that work. is right. Rather than an Apple Store, it's just on your phone, and now everybody can waste their money completely, <sighs> you know, betting on who makes it out of turn two at the Austrian Grand Prix or whatever. Like, that's what it's that come down to. a little to. close to home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've stopped doing that. <laughs> um, I... Uh, the, it, yeah again the most just, interesting piece to me was just that there was heavy implication I, that they were like this is a bubble for the I, art market this is not good i like the caveat of them going like this is bad for culture by the way just also like as an aside we don't endorse this again i should say that was not stated well, that was heavily heavily yeah. implied but like the whole idea of you know it's the wall street journal what they're saying is like hi very rich people who trade in this do not allow this in yeah because it will become this stupid idiot again, a stupid thing for like VC dudes and all birds and knit suits to be like, this is so cool. And you're like, you don't care about anything. Your ideas are shit and you're a fucking heathen. You are a Philistinian douchebag. Get out, get out of the money pool. We're doing something like, you know, for lack of a better, like there's nobility to our, you know, whatever fuckery that we do you know like we are you know we wash our money for culture reasons allegedly whatever allegedly allegedly but like you know at the end of the day you can say like the mets i'll take that jp morgan money all day long you know there's a there's a tiny tinge of that like basically classism or you know whatever anti-philistinism or whatever you want to call it to it but what it is is like hey the messaging is more like hey the art market has beat the S&P 500 year over year for 25 years. Like, do you want to keep it that way? Keep it a secret. Fuck it up, yeah. Like, the moment Wall Street bets starts memeing Lucian Smith I- into exploding prices that immediately crash or starts short-selling certain artists, like, do you really want that on your wealth scheme? Because then you're going to have to move on to a different gray market. Yeah. That is unregulated. Like, and that's just going to be cocaine. Where are you going like, to find what are we doing? Yes, yeah. exactly. You're going to end up... You already are an oligarchic mafia, right? Do you really want to get into the human trafficking and drugs? Like, the art was the last thing. And the, and the most persistent thing over the centuries that, like, you guys had control of and kept control of so you could just keep making money over money over money every year. Yeah. If you let that go, and now that's democratized, 
through everybody's phone. We gave architecture to the developers. You, you are, know, exactly. Like, we we took it away from the Catholic yep. Church. Said no, no, you touch too many boys. And we gave it to groups of developers now, yeah. and now they make stupid glass buildings from hell. Yeah, and now you're going to give away the art stuff too. Like again, they don't really care so much about the Hawaiian. They don't care about the aesthetic component of it, is what yeah. I'm saying, though, because there's already successful Instagram artists that have three million followers that have no institutional following, but are millionaires a few times over. Oh, that spin guy from yeah, from their Ugh. good from their good marketing and you know hitting up like Hollywood PR teams and all this right. shit. They don't care about that part of it. The idea that like you know their own collections are going to be devalued and fucked with or just out of their control is more the thing. It's not even a question of value at a certain point. It's like keep this in the family and you're exactly right if this market goes seriously it's going to go to trafficking drugs and prostitution which they're which is already trending towards anyway you know yeah yeah Uh, epstein well we do this as blackmail that's that's for the next level of wealth that's true that's exactly right arts on the you know you may be dealing with you're a low billionaire you're uh Hundred thousand millionaire, you know. Mm-hmm. Think of you know what are they called hoteliers? Yeah, which they also do you know a little drug dabbling. You got to have something behind the front desk to when that high roller comes in, you know. Or it's casino shit and it's mob yeah. level fuckery. It's like, hey guy, in your I need another VC startup of clothing. Come on, Supreme. That's not VC. Um, it is a VC company, uh, but uh, doing very, very badly. By the way, did you hear about this? Oh yeah, they're tanking uh, because they yeah they got bought out by Vanity Fair companies and it's just tra- they're fucking up. Yeah. Um, no, but imagine like you know, uh, Bonobos. There you go. Yeah. You know, you're Bonobos Chino man. Like, how good do you want to really put a piano wire in your hands and go smoke somebody? You're not going to do it. You don't have any balls. No. Your pants are so thin. We see that you have no balls. You can't fill out gray sweatpants. That's why you're wearing those ugly ass chinos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is obviously very hyperbolic, but remember when we went to Versailles and we were talking about, wow, it has to get so much worse before like people revolt. But think about how grand that was. Well, you know, there, at th- least the French are like, we're still very proud. This is sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, it's sick, but it is sick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and you know, it's a different paradigm completely because it was such a different, uh, just period of history and in t- time and technology and everything. But this kind of like rapid descent of like financializing everything, including the stuff that they're already doing, which is bad and unethical, they do that anyway. But even French peasant farmers had beautiful land, right? We don't have land. We're renting furniture and homes exactly. forever. You're ta- you're taking absolutely everything, and I don't know. It's an interest. It's an interesting gamble. I ugh, I don't know. It feels weird and strange. I don't know. This went very far afield from the IPO <laughs> of a painting, but but it's speaking to a larger question of like, you know, a what is ownership, but b also like, you can't do this. You can't scheme forever, right? Like, if the whole thing, capitalism, is a scheme, maybe be less loud about it. You know? This is why you have, like, graduates in China doing the lay-down thing. It's just as simple as you can't have infinite growth on a finite substrate. And they keep finding areas where growth can be found. It's because they already exist, but, like, 
the arbitrage opportunities for regular people haven't existed. And it's like, I guess you can just keep expanding that, but that's just a bubble on a bubble on a bubble. Everything is a bubble on a bubble on a bubble. It feels like catastrophic at some point. Well, but I don't know. This this is all just like a highfalutin way of catastrophizing in the way that people on r slash collapse do about yeah, climate change it's, or whatever. it's basically it good comes. it's gonna hit a point where it'll be like you know the jeff coons versus larry larry's collectors being like we never got our shit because what happens when someone's like no i bought it no but i didn't pay the 20 percent. it's still in my home like you all don't own shit this is my property yeah and then what happens then exactly and then a, yeah. a you know in a court of law they're gonna pick apart some thing that was created by chat gbt as a legal document and exactly and they're gonna be like no this is fucking stupid and who are they gonna side with right like yes you're gonna the billionaire get... who can give you money yes. yeah absolutely you're going to get fleeced by the person that paid 49 million dollars for it instead of 55 that it was worth or whatever yeah yeah what do we think of you know the supreme court justices getting their personal billionaire at sleepaway camp or whatever the fuck you're talking about alito now yeah because this had just happened with clarence thomas yeah and now we're talking about a lib justice, so everyone's very defensive about it. Um, I do want a martini made out of iceberg water. Yeah, sounds li- sick. Listen, there's there's no defense of it. I mean, hilariously, speaking of the Wall Street Journal, I believe it was the Wall Street Journal. He wrote an editorial two days had, before. No, the it was news Financial Times. Financial Times. The financial pink, Times, the pink paper, too, which is one of my favorite newspapers. It's pink. Really, the British one at least. Oh, cool. Because it's a British paper, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pink. Oh, I didn't know it's that. It's on pink I've newspaper. never seen the print edition of the Financial You're Times. You're too poor, duh. Yeah, that's true. Get it together. I am poor. They would give it to me on gray newsprint anyway, just because, you know, I don't have the money to buy that. They'd be like, you can smudge your fingers. You work with your hands. Yeah, who cares? You know what lava is? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that in many years, but yes. Oh, man. That's a deep cut. Do I miss that from the garage, helping my dad change the oil? That was my favorite shit in the painting series. I'm like, who left lava out? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm exfoliate. I would do up to my elbows. Oh, yeah. Put it all over your face. Wouldn't do that. <laughs> Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't go it's that It's just as good as an apricot scrub or whatever. Those are trash. Oh, hey. You know, who who knows what microbeads lava is made out of? You know how everybody was making a big deal about... It's made out of ground-up pumice. Those going down the drain? Oh, that's not bad. It's just volcano residue. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he wrote a thing in the Financial Times defending himself before the news even... It's like... It's very obvious that the corruption is just... That broke on a Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it did. That's another one we missed. We wanted to cover it up for the weekend. Very... Very out of control, completely indefensible, but of course, like, you know, the tribal camps come running to each other's defense, and it's fine. But it's like, you know, all the Supreme Court justices, except for the new one, what's her name? Um, Katanji Brown? Yes, Katanji Brown. Brown. Uh, She gets to be the AOC of the Supreme Court. I think she's just like, y'all are a mess. I don't know. Well, she gets to do the thing where she descends to everything to like look like the Democrats care and do something. But at the end of the day, it's only because the decision was already made. Well. And we have to make this look nonpartisan. So she gets to be that person. Hmm. And she may or may not herself earnestly believe in what she says, but it doesn't matter. She, has, she hasn't done any public speaking things she yet. She has no so real voice we'll on it anyway. Um, but anyway, yeah, of course, they're all pro-corporate anyway. I mean, to to me, hearing about, like, uh, Clarence Thomas 
doing something untoward with a billionaire and then Samuel Alito doing it. It's like, yeah. Do you think Ruth Bader Ginsburg wasn't? Do you think any of these people aren't? Even Ketanji Brown, that's like, you know, says all the right things. It's like, what do you think she's doing in her off time? I don't know. If Elena Kagan can build a thing about, you know, men A, re the Warhol thing. Well, it's like, funny. I mean, y'all got free time. We, I don't know what's we going on. We must have talked about that when we on that episode of Andy's Ashes when we talked about the the case. But it's like, like that title. I thought it was funny. It was great. Uh, but the fact that some Supreme Court justice gets so like up in arms and righteous about like that particular like copyright infringement issue is just a sign of the wealth she wants to be a part of. Like, it's just this demonstration Why of are like we doing aesthete posing. Yeah, I, I'm. You're a judge. Be a nerd. Be a nerd. Do your job. Be a nerd. Be a law nerd. You all exist. But that's not what they are. What they are is wannabe members of a class they're not in. That's why they take all these favors from these people. And they're nerds. But the, they, the nerds get treated well because they can help rich people, you know? And Elena Kagan is just like, I want to look cool to Richard Prince, not to Harlan Crow or whatever. And people are like, you're a fucking loser. Harlan Crow pays me a half a million dollars. You know how many Richard Prince's I can buy with that? You know, three. It's like not very strategic, even though it's righteous. That's, but who cares? You know, yes, it's the corruption is so deep. There's just really no, there's no point in even worrying about it. You've been on this trip for years. You know, what do you care? Yeah, that's why. Like, anytime it's like, oh, something's bad. Something bad is happening. I'm like, and you ever watch a dude? Where's my car? Oh, of course. And then, and then. Like, but this happened and it gets worse. I'm like, and then, oh, no, no it got, then. it got, it got more worse. I'm like, and then, no, oh, then. it got real bad. I'm like, eh. and no, then. and then the story ends there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the story ends there, but you know, that's, you know, okay. It's apparently, uh, the sign of, uh, what's it called? What's, what's the, it starts with an, Miss, miss is it misandry where you're just like eh, whatever no mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eh, whatever i i never read that book that's a title of a book called whatever by michelle welbeck oh. on shelves since 1997 mm-hmm. right bye-bye no one then <laughs>